Hey everybody, my name is Nigel Fellows Freeman. I'm the founder and CEO of Canopy. And here I just want to talk today a little bit about and what consumers are looking for within insurance in 2022. And more specifically, kind of how are they thinking about customer experience? What are their expectations and what can the insurance industry do to kind of take care of their customers? And for a little bit of context there, I think we should think about insurance is really, if we were honest with ourselves, is something that, that nobody wants, but everybody needs. Uh, and insurance is needed today more than ever. And the protection gap, and which is the, the gap between the amount of insurance that um, kind of is economically and, and socially beneficial for an individual, uh, for a household and businesses, uh, and the actual amount of coverage they've bought is getting wider and wider. And maybe the question there is why. Why is that protection gap doubled? And, and if they, the gap is growing um, between guys, what's needed and what's being bought, is so big, you would think that that's a really big opportunity for the insurance industry to kind of transform and make something great. But I think it's actually um, brought a, a highlighted, a fundamental weakness uh, that is in the, the business model of the of the insurance industry. And and I think one of the, the core reasons for it is is customer experience. Customer experience really sits at, at the core of that protection gap. And, and on the demand side, you've got insurance com- products being super complicated, inflexible, expensive, kind of missold, difficult. There's a bunch of different things that, that customer, customers really find kind of uncertain and distant about insurance policies. I thought that I'd jump into a couple of the uh, major issues that kind of really highlight that communication gap between the customer and the insurer. The first one of those is really complex jargon. Those uh, interrogatory question sets that, that really create a daunting experience for the customer are really off-putting. If you then compare kind of those, those types of question sets within the insurance experience to other very intuitive uh, sectors uh, that customers experience in type like retail, e-commerce, and other financial services, those customers that are time poor they want to come in, be able to kind of execute and, and get the products they need, really have a very jagged and, and, and poor experience. And so the want and demand is for that experience to be is to be consistent, is to be smooth and to have a, a very kind of transparent approach to, to all of those customer experiences. The second kind of big problem with that kind of communication gap is, is the products and policies really being very difficult to understand. Got EY uh, last year in 2021 released a, uh, uh, a customer survey that, resp- uh, that found that 63% of customers don't fully understand uh, the extent in which their policies offer them protection. And that really breeds a real lack of trust, a real lack of um, uh, a real lack of confidence in the products and the policies themselves. And I'm sure that you uh, would all agree that very few of us have actually really deeply understood and even read maybe the PDS that tells us exactly what we're covered for. Uh, when you buy a policy, really, you only look at that at the claim time because you have to. And so I think there's a real need and demand there to to really kind of open up the transparency there um, and really improve the customer understanding. And then that will improve the, the customer trust. And the third area, uh, the third area in which this kind of consumer uh, communication can be improved is the post service, is the post purchase service. Uh, Insurance has been traditionally uh, very much viewed as a hard sell, not purchased uh, by the customer. Uh, And and insurers really only ever contact you and speak to you when uh, it's time for a renewal date and they're asking you for some more money. If you look at um, historically, there's a bunch of studies now that are showing that consumers are really open to receiving advice, really open to 
um, to, for the insurer to reach out them proactively and help them and um, protect themselves in the first place. And I think if you imagined a world in which an insurer was proactive, it kind of helped prevent a claim um, by telling you perhaps there was some heavy rainfall on the way or, or that theft, theft in your postcode was increasing and so maybe you should increase your cover or that house prices in, in your postcode had, had significantly increased and therefore maybe the replacement value had increased. And so maybe you should look at it increasing that. If you kind of had those micro-interactions with your insurer, all of a sudden the trust goes up and, and generally you have a much kind of a, a more positive view of the insurer and a much more kind of holistic communication um, with your insurer as a, as a whole. If you then compare that to the supply side, which is the, the other side of the coin, there's a bunch of these other related issues. And that's really very heavily focused on the cost of distribution. Um, and because an insurer has to work really hard and pay a lot of money, um, roughly kind of 50% almost of, of the premium cost, um, be to convince the customer to purchase a policy. Uh, and that's because the, the transparency is not there, the lack of uh, understanding of the products isn't there. And, and even from a, an underwriter standpoint, they don't really have the, the really rich and informa rich information to be able to help kind of target and give a customer what they need when they need it. And so therefore, the cost is very high to, um, to get a customer um, through the customer journey that's poor and then purchase the product that they need. And that's then reflected in the, in the marketing teams being very, very reliant on uh, very, very reliant on traditional brokers, uh, as well as kind of large aggregation platforms that have very, very high, high costs to serve. And so the insurance um, kind of cost on that distribution side really doesn't line up with being able to create innovative products for those customers. So that made me think about a few different ways that, that maybe we could fix it. And so today I just wanted to run through kind of three ways of, of which uh, that how an insurer could approach uh, the problem of solving that protection gap uh, and, and driving it from customer experience. The first solution is to, to meet consumers' needs. Uh, I think insurers must really think about reimagining their offering and overall value proposition, um, both for, for new customers as well as uh, for, um, for, for existing customers. And I think to satisfy that need, I think that really has to start with a bunch of product innovation. And that product innovation strategy really has to sit around how can you create unique solutions that are differentiated in the market that can that can really stand up against kind of traditional core products and that gets the customer excited and protected in the way that they want. The insurance sector itself is, is rapidly evolving. Um, kind of many there's many incumbents and new entrants that are really kind of teaming up um, to create this kind of very kind of vibrant service ecosystem. And I think this, this really new wave is, is, is really creating a bunch of opportunity and value for every stakeholder in the value chain, all the way from um, the, the distribution platforms and the ones that are kind of contacting a customer directly through the insurer, even as into the, into the reinsurer as well. And so really thinking, uh, I think there's a, a huge amount of opportunity that's being created. And I think that the second part to that is, and that kind of really uh, adds into it, is that today customers are even more likely to want to share their data uh, in in exchange uh, for better products and services that are targeted to them. So it's it always needs to be an exchange there, and as long as there's a, a fair value of the exchange, a customer is really likely to be able to um, and want to share that information to better have uh, better products targeted to them, and a really nice. Um, kind of example, real world example of that 
is this kind of growing popularity of, of usage-based insurance and demand-based insurances. And, and uh, they're, the very fundamental of those things is, is data sharing and, and the large growth in those really kind of is a yeah, good representation of how a customer is really willing to open and open themselves up, share that information to have better targeted products. And if an insurer can, can address these customer pain points, can really think about um, really broad swathe of areas that they need to approach rather than one specific area, individually, I think that kind of really targets the entire customer experience and makes uh, a customer, uh, the customer experience that they have uh, in terms of a service design, much more holistic, much more positive, and I think will have a, a really transformative effect on the insurance ecosystem. And third, like in light of those kind of very volatile and global uh, financial climate that we have at the moment, kind of more and more customers are very much adopting or starting to adopt a very risk averse attitude um, towards their daily life. And because there's, there's so many contributing factors they're now considering. And so many of those folks are now seeking to kind of really think about how they can proactively mitigate future risks. How can they kind of protect themselves in the future? And I think that that kind of general mindset shift is really, really creates a promising opportunity for insurers. And, and those insurers that are really looking to, to provide kind of risk preventive policies, looking to kind of add, add on services that kind of really protect the customers throughout every stage of their life cycle, I think really kind of, yeah, generates an upswell of, of, of opportunity for the, for the insurer. And I think more broadly than that, um, kind of that the result of that is that is this kind of lowering of the social risk of the broader community. And I think that's a, a really important thing that an insurer can can lean into and take advantage of. And finally, uh, is is thinking about the the digital the digital architecture. So insurers need to um, have the ad adequate technology architecture uh, and the supporting platforms to be able to deliver these services. Uh, as it stands today, that's very, very hard for them to do. They have their own legacy systems, which are, are generally fixed, they have a fixed architecture, uh, and therefore it makes it very difficult for them to create new products, um, to create new uh, kind of structures of products, new pricing, et cetera. They have uh, generally kind of pretty um, uh, fixed internal processes, uh, and, and, and the folks that sit generally within the insurers uh, potentially uh, have more of a traditional mindset, and so... Uh, sometimes it's, it's hard to see outside of that and, and think about creating new. And both of those things come together mean that there's generally very long long lead times uh, and very high costs associated with, with creating new products and delivering them into market. Uh, and the answer to that, uh, the answer to that is, is working with technology partners that have the capability to do those things. So have the capability to, to iterate fast, to um, have new product architectures that enable uh, uh, new products to be created and delivered to market and have the the teams that uh, are very focused on one sole thing and that's how to create and innovate new things that are better suit um, better suit customers and and if they can and if they can lean into that partnership opportunity that allows them to take advantage of that kind of three trillion dollar market opportunity of um, improving customer experience in, in embedded services within insurance and so to wrap up i think that um as consumers, uh, their concerns need change. Insurance really have a responsibility to kind of live their purpose of protecting uh, customers at all times. And to be able to do that, to be able to develop new products, to be able to kind of initiate and create new bus customer experiences, I think if they can do that, they can maintain their relevance and really play a really fantastic role 
um, in the recovery and, and the, this, the closure of that production gap. And I think there's five kind of core areas that, that if they kind of put on a checklist and run through, they'll really kind of change change the way they deliver insurance to a customer. The first one is to shift their resources from their very core business tasks and really to transfer just 5, 10, 15% of that, those resources into kind of breakthrough innovation. How can they kind of change the, the paradigm? Secondly, really thinking about kind of product development pathways and processes. How can they really embed that in their core systems of BAU? How can they design value propositions that incorporate very new approaches to customer engagement? And how can they meet a customer where and when they need it? How can they ensure that innovation is continuous? How can they make sure that it's, it's just part of how an insurer works today? And I think if they do that, they can pursue much more bigger and bolder product innovations um, with accelerators and technology partners, the, the opportunity to close that protection gap and, and really deliver what insurance is meant to do, which is kind of protect everyone in their time of need. I think there's a great opportunity um, for insurance to change customer behavior and customer experience in 2022. Thanks for listening. Great being here. Great giving an opportunity to, to speak with you and look forward to uh, our next session.